Welcome to Stories from the Heart. I'm your host, Sandra McDevitt. Today, the story of a miraculous image of the Blessed Mother, well known in Mexico and Spain under the title, Our Most Holy Mother of the Light. Stay tuned to find out the history of this miraculous image on another Stories from the Heart. The town of Leon lies on the road between Mexico City and El Paso, Texas, about 260 miles north of the Mexican capital. The center of devotion in Leon is the fine cathedral, begun by the Jesuits in 1746. The cathedral is also the sanctuary of a remarkable painting known as Nuestra Santísima Madre de la Luz our most holy mother of the light. It is the time-honored tradition of this greatly venerated image that we relate here. Giovanni Antonio Genovese was born in Sicily in 1864 and became a Jesuit. As a missionary for 20 years, he traversed in his apostolic labors the length and breadth of Sicily. During this period, he gained countless souls for Christ, through his virgin mother, under whose protection the missionary had placed his work. It is related that one day, in the course of his missionary travels, he arrived in Palermo. As was his custom, he placed the endeavor under the protection of the Blessed Virgin. In order that his preaching might bear more fruit, he decided to carry with him some image of her. But what image should it be? Under what representation of her unparalleled virtues would Mary most deeply move the hearts and souls of his hearers? Now at this time there was living in a convent of Palermo a holy nun, whom the Blessed Virgin was accustomed to visit from time to time. Father Genovese went to her and explained his problem. He wanted a painting of the Blessed Mother that would move the hearts of those who gazed upon it. and. Who would know better than Our Lady herself how the canvas should portray her? Therefore, Father Genovese requested the sister kindly ask the Blessed Mother to enlighten him on the matter. The nun promised to ask the Most Holy Virgin for aid. And one morning soon afterward, while the sister was absorbed in prayer, Our Lady appeared. She carried the Divine Infant and was accompanied by a cortege of angels and a celestial retinue whose splendor was almost indescribable. From the celestial presence there issued such a radiance of light, says an early writer, that by comparison the sun appeared to be but a waxen taper. The astonished nun was almost overcome by this outstanding vision. Why, mother, do I see you today in such an extraordinary manner, surrounded by your heavenly court? asked the nun. Have you forgotten? replied Our Lady, the request you promised to make of me on behalf of one who earnestly appealed to you. And with that, Our Lady appeared in the act of snatching the soul of a sinner from the flaming jaws of hell, represented as a fearsome demon. The nun recalled that Father Genovese had spoken of offering to Mary the hearts of sinners to show that it was from her 
that their conversion must come. She related this to Our Lady, who nodded her assent. Then the apparition beckoned to one of the angels to kneel before her, holding a basket of human hearts, and from it the infant Jesus, on his mother's arm, took the hearts one by one, sanctifying them by his touch. I wish the painting to be as you have seen me, said Our Lady, and my invocation is to be under the title, Most Holy Mother of the Light. The nun sent word to Father Genovese describing in detail how the painting was to be made, and he in turn commissioned an artist to execute it. But as neither nun nor missionary was able to be present during the actual painting, the work did not turn out satisfactory. The pious nun of whom we have spoken lived at this time in a convent some distance from Palermo, where the artist had his studio. Because she was in a cloister, it would have been impossible for her to see the painting. But our Blessed Mother did not view the case in this light. One day she appeared to the nun. I wish to use you to bring this business of mine to a glorious conclusion. Go to Palermo, our Blessed Mother said, no matter how. Set out without delay. It will be the task of divine providence to resolve the difficulties or make them yield to a greater force. Almost at once the cloistered nun was attacked by an asthmatic condition which scarcely permitted her to breathe, let alone speak. The physicians were unable to provide the slightest relief and declared that she must be sent immediately to Palermo, where the milder, purer air would help her. Arriving in the city, the nun experienced immediate relief, the mysterious attack ceasing as quickly as it had begun. While still at Palermo, and desirous of seeing the painting of our Most Holy Mother of the Light, she made arrangements with Father Genovese to visit the artist's studio. Oh no, she said as soon as she saw the picture, this is not the form in which the Holy Virgin wants to be depicted. This is not the way she let me see her. So it seems to me also, said Father Genovese. And he asked the nun to ask the Virgin if she wanted a new painting. So the Holy Nun asked the Blessed Virgin if a new painting should be undertaken. Mary said yes, and that she would appear to her at the studio in the image she was to be copied and the nun would relate to the painter what she saw. When the work is completed, all shall know, by its more than human beauty, that a greater mind and a higher art have arranged the composition and laid out the colors, she told the nun. Well, so perfect and harmonious was the result that no copy, it is said, has ever been able to do justice to the original, though many eminent painters have tried it. Even the original artist, tradition relates, many times in his later years tried in vain to recapture in colors that combination of majesty, devotion, and love which shows forth in his masterpiece. For the remainder of his missionary life, Father Genovese carried the painting on his journeys. Thanks to our Mother of the Light, these missionary endeavors were rewarded by numerous conversions. Devotion to Our Lady under this special title 
became intense throughout Sicily. When it was known that the zealous missionary and his miraculous painting were to visit a particular town or village, the inhabitants outdid themselves in decorating their churches and altars in Mary's honor. According to tradition, so great was the love and devotion which the image aroused that the custom of leaving, at the end of the mission, a faithful copy of the painting in the principal church of the town, which was then placed under the protection of Our Lady, Mother of Light. How did this miraculous painting find its way from Palermo in Sicily to Leon in Far off Mexico? This latter part of the story is connected with another Jesuit, Father Jose Maria Genovese. He was also a native of Sicily and reached the shores of Mexico in 1707. By 1732, the original painting found its way into his hands. Father Jose Maria wished that the devotion to our Most Holy Mother of the Light should be as fervent and widespread in Mexico as it was in Sicily. To this end, he decided to place the painting in one of the many churches which the Jesuits had at that time in Mexico. But which one? He decided to choose the new sanctuary of Our Lady in biblical fashion by drawing lots. All the churches which the society had in its province of Mexico were included in the drawing, and the choice fell upon the newest foundation at Leon, scarcely a year old. Could that be possible? So they did a second drawing and then a third. Leon came out every time, so this then was the will of God. On July 2, 1732, the venerable image arrived at Leon in triumph. In 1849, the civil and religious authorities took a solemn oath to hold our Most Holy Mother of the Light as chief patroness of the city of Leon, and when Leon became a diocese in 1872, our Lady was chosen diocesan patroness under the same title. Pope Leo XIII in 1891 signed a brief approving the pontifical coronation of the image by the Diocese of Leon. Through the years, one writer after another has recorded the signal favors granted to Leon by our Most Holy Mother of the Light. To her intercession has been attributed protection from storms, lightning, and plagues. In thanksgiving for having been saved from the cholera epidemic of 1850, the people of Leon promised a solemn tritium of prayer annually on the three days preceding the Feast of the Assumption, the 15th of August. Our Lady is also credited with protecting Leon from invasion during the various wars and revolutions which have beset Mexico. In fact, Leon has enjoyed such an outstanding peace during the various revolutions that it is also known as the City of Refuge, a name conferred upon it by grateful Mexicans who found sanctuary within its walls. A favorite story of Our Lady's special love for the city is told by the people. At 11.45, on the morning of June 1876, the cathedral was filled with worshippers at Sunday Mass. Suddenly, the keystone of the main arch, a tremendous block of masonry, fell into the aisle. Not a person was injured. With great presence of mind and sublime faith, 
Bishop Diaz walked down and stood under the arch and before his flock prayed to our Most Holy Mother of the Light to hold up the arch and save her sanctuary. The prayer was heard and in gratitude the saintly bishop built and dedicated to Our Lady the jewel-like little chapel known as the Holy House of Loretto next door to the cathedral. Throughout Mexico, the image of Our Lady of the Holy Light can be found in modern houses, humble pueblos, haciendas, and chapels alike. Nuestra Santísima Madre de la Lutz, Ora Pro Nobis. Thank you for joining us on Stories from the Heart. Today's story, the image of our Most Holy Mother of the Light, came from the Mary Faithful Magazine. Stories in the Heart is recorded in the studios of Ave Maria Radio. To reach me, email Sandra at AveMariaRadio.net. I'm Sandra McDevitt. May God bless the rest of your day. Missed a show? Not sure if it came from Ave Maria Radio? Go to AveMariaRadio.net. A list of shows and hosts are there. And if you find the show you're looking for, you can hear the whole thing again by going through the Ave Maria Radio audio archives. For two years, we've recorded nearly every show from Ave Maria Radio. Just click on the audio archives message located at the center of our homepage. Now you even have more reasons to become a radioactive Catholic by going to AveMariaRadio.net.